And so I started Googling all these traditions. Like, why do women carry bouquets down the aisle? And it's because bitches used to stink back in the day. <laughs> and they, they would try to make it smell better. They put oils and all this stuff inside of the flowers. And I'm like, I don't want bitches walking down the aisle. Like, I don't want to continue this tradition. <laughs> Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... I got a charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Save big money on everything. Now at Menards. Make quick work of your outdoor cleaning project with Master Force Outdoor and Landscaping Tools. The 80-volt cordless trimmer is powerful, efficient, and hassle-free. So you spend less time working on your yard and more time enjoying the results. On sale now through May 19th. Check out our wide selection of Master Force tools and see the rest of our deals on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. The people want to hear from you. Love thing. We got the love thing. Deep intense attraction. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Punky Johnson. And I'm Dicey. And you are tuned in to Love Dang with me and my bestie, Dicey. We keep it real raw about all things sex, love, and relationships. That means no holding and no sugar coat. That's right. From one night stands to situationships, we've got tales from the bedroom to share and advice to give because we've been through all this shit and we're here to help you navigate through yours. That's right. So y'all sit back, relax, and y'all get ready for the Love Dang, baby. Which is so exciting because we got some guests today <laughs> on the Love Thing. I want to introduce y'all to our guests today. I love these guys. They're from the podcast called One Song. We got Diallo Riddle and we got Luxury. <laughs> Out here on the wheels of steel on the Love Thing podcast. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Hey, we good. We good. We're in New York. We're having a great time. It's a little thick out there. It's a little, there's a reason why I moved. I love New York, but there's a reason why I left, and it stays like today. It's a little too thick for me. But I'm happy to be here. <laughs> it's thick? In the air conditioning studio with these two beautiful You mean women. like humid and hot? I mean like humid and hot. Like Oh, okay. Yeah, right. that kind of thick. Not the 2C thick. The, the, the CK <laughs> thick. How would it be thick with two Cs in the world? That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a little June gloom for yeah, California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Something like that. It's like a heavy layer. Yeah. Heavy layer. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather New York because everything is just so close to circuit. I can yeah. just hit, you know, whatever foods I want. I can walk wherever I want. Yeah. The only reason why I would not go back to L.A. is the nostalgia of my very toxic, tragic marriage. Wow. And, um, okay. Because, I understand. And because everything's so spaced out. So is if she I want still some, out there? 
I don't know where she at. Okay. <laughs> I can I can differently relate, but I can like New York for me because I lived here for many years. Yeah. It's hard for me to be here for too long because it's like mostly good nostalgia, but there's also like every corner. It's like that's where that girl broke up with me. That's where my friend yeah. died. Like there's like just something everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So I got a little bit. Of, I got a little bit of that here. I understand yeah. completely. New York was basically my reborn. Yeah. From my divorce. Going to I eat at it. my favorite Thai restaurant in LA is going to be very weird without my ex, but I'm for sure going to get that. What's your favorite Thai restaurant in LA? Rumpau. Nice. But today we're going to get into the craziness. <laughs> I'm so glad because I want to hear the male point of view on this. But we get into the craziness of wedding planning. We're going to start off with that. And then we're going to talk about some Thatcher's thoughts. I'm going to let y'all know what that is. And then we're going to cap it off with a segment that I call his Punky Tripping, where I tell you some crazy shit that I did. I and it. y'all going to let me know. She's always tripping. Oh, sounds fun. I cannot wait. Can we make yeah. this a double? I'm here for all of it. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, y'all, we always see the beautiful wedding um but we don't know the events that lead up to this beautiful glorious day from picking the colors to asking families hand in marriage to the proposal to picking a wedding party and why do we do these dumbass <laughs> traditions anyway and what do these traditions mean so I want to start with this because the other day I'm always looking at something on the internet and I always like to look at these things that make people debate and get people drawn in. Mm -hmm. And I saw this post and it was like this portrait of this woman on one knee and she was proposing to this man, right? And the internet went into... <laughs> and the caption, of course, was... <laughs> Fellas, do you want this? Like, you know, oh, like, man. Toxic, like, toxic masculinity went, central. It, it went crazy, right? And toxic masculinity lit the fuck yeah, up. Yeah. That was probably the highlight of all the posts. A lot of ladies lit up the post first saying, I feel like I should do their voice because I, <laughs> I feel like I hear them. We support you. Um, uh, Saying things like this, I could never. That was one person. That was one lady. Another lady said, I'd rather mop the ocean floor with my eyelash, bitch. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> was that an option? No. <laughs> A couple women kind of just insulted the man and mm. said, if you want to be treated like a bitch, just say that. Which I thought was like that's, that's kind of backwards, right? I, I, yeah, I think like, so too. Counterproductive. Another woman said, "I'll eat glass before I do this." I'll be what? I'll eat glass before I, I do People this. People are really coming up with some strange options, <laughs> right? 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 <laughs> yeah. And a few guys chimed okay. in. I liked what this guy had to say. It wasn't anything insulting to the woman, but he said something sweet and sensual, and I wanted to share some positivity. He Aww. said, "A woman's knee is not made for this." man should always bend the knee. So I felt like that was okay. some type of respect given towards the woman and no disrespect or trying to be ill-mannered, so I like that one. You might be talking to the wrong fellas about this. Yeah. I, I really <laughs> believe that there's absolutely nothing wrong uh, with, a, with a woman proposing. Now, yeah. you know, did, did I handle my marriage that way? No. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But like, I don't know. Sometimes I think people get too caught up on these gender roles. I, I can't agree yeah. more. And, and I'm from San Francisco and I grew up, in, you know, it's gay and it's like it's straight. And, and I'm often reminded in the world that the idea of traditional stuff just like really doesn't register with me. I don't really understand it half the time because mm -hmm. I have to process why that would be bad. Because my initial response is just like, why, why not? Why is this not just a thing people can do? It's just a choice you can make. And that's another thing I just feel so crazy about. Like, why isn't this a thing? that we can just do because I just it's like yeah. if, if there's something I want to do in my marriage just mind your just mind your yes. business yeah. uh, you know yeah but I, at, the, at the same time it's really up to the man women always want to get married okay. <laughs> I, was, so, I, was, I was trying to figure out a way to go into I do think there is something to that because yeah. I do think that like a fella you know does need to be like I am going to commit 
to this relationship. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah. Like, there, I, see I, I, yeah, I understand a little bit of that. But this also a thing you said earlier that <laughs> makes me kind of pull back from society. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Just because of your point of view, you said we are probably the wrong guys to ask that. I yeah. think we feel like outsiders sometimes in yeah, I do. man land because we just like it doesn't it's not that hard for Listen. us to get there where that's like, oh, obviously that's fine. <laughs> My wife would be very disappointed that I am a member of a text thread of a bunch of DJs mm-hmm. I know. And I'd say half of what we send each other is like, you know, funny memes, jokes, but like the other half, I feel like I'm the lone dude who like cringes at some of that stuff. Like, I think part of it is like maybe we can be the voice to help <laughs> momentarily in these few minutes yes. that we're here. But just the idea of like so much fear goes into like fear of being judged. Mm-hmm. And like there is a there's a journey that's individual of like self-esteem where mm-hmm. you stop caring about yeah. what other people think. Yeah. And of course that pressure is huge and it's not just dismiss like oh just stop caring the end but that journey of like getting to a point where it's like you know what i'm gonna do it the way i want to do it and not care about the world like in my life once i finally started to get there in the last few years it's like oh things start to open up yeah and you get a lot freed up and you care less and you do what you want to do more yeah that's a journey though and a lot of men are at the either beginning stages or don't know to start the path right 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 has has anybody ever taken like a a picture of like two people proposing to each other like both people get down on knees there's like, one at Disneyland oh, a whole recently. Bunch of gays, I'm sure. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna propose together, man. There, yeah. was a, there was a Disneyland video recently where both the man and woman both got on their knees at the same time with oh, okay. the, with the ring. Oh, yeah. that's yeah, sweet. That's, that's sweet. Cool. That is sweet. That's, that's, they're probably gonna make it. Yeah, yeah, I think they're gonna make it too. Yeah, they came but to the decision as one in the same way of your video. It was the same type of comment. Field. It's so crazy. It's so, so crazy. Crazy. I got two interesting perspectives of like with the woman getting down on one knee. I got uh, an opinion that said. This means that the woman is going to, this is setting the tone for the woman to take over the marriage. But then I talked to my father, which I thought he was going to say something like that, but he actually surprised me. He said, well, you know, it could mean that she wants to be completely loyal and submissive to him. And she could be just illustrating that through a proposal. Controversial take. I just, maybe it's my relationship, but I just don't love the idea of either party being submissive. You know what I'm saying? I think there's a way to support your partner without you know, being mm-hmm. submissive, so to speak. Yeah, and equality isn't just yeah. isn't just income. It's not just the amount of hours spent in the kitchen. Over the years, those things contribute to the mm-hmm. equality feeling, yeah. but the ability to feel heard and like, oh, you're talking as much as you're listening. Like all of these factors, like in the mix, are as equally important as the income, as the like hours spent with the kids, as mm-hmm. all of these things in the mix. Yeah, I like to ask my parents about these types of things because I think they give some really old school ass answers. Mm-hmm. And my mother said, hell, I basically proposed to that bastard myself. <laughs> She's like, I ain't say the words, but I basically was like, I got a daughter. I can't be playing with you like that. And that's what gave him the idea to propose. She says she calls it gentle manipulation. <laughs> yeah, her mom is somewhat of a pimp, too. She the, incepted the idea. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, Mary yes. know what she doing. The crazy thing is, it's like, at the end of the day, it's almost like the woman has to kind of prove that she's worthy to me. If it's up to him, I mean, ultimately. But I'm genuinely curious. Aren't those roles, like, really changing? Like, aren't the numbers, like, there are more, there's so many more women today that are out earning the men. I don't know what the numbers are, if it's It's 35% or 22 or 51, but, like, it's so different than the traditional days where that idea Mm. came from where the woman was earning nothing. So she needed the man. Like, all the power was in the yeah. man making the decision. Well, if you want me, you better put a ring on. Like, even that idea, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is I think in the past decade or two, and maybe even since COVID, I feel like those dynamics yeah. have changed. So the idea that it's got to be 
the woman being asked by the man. I mean, I feel like, isn't that evolving? Aren't we evolving away I, from that? I would hope that it's yeah. evolving. I would, listen, I would say definitely in the black community, it's probably not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Ain't no shitting on our people. I'm just saying that majority mm-hmm. of the comments that was against this whole thing were from African-American women. Yeah. How do y'all feel about the traditional ask the family? Would you still ask the family? That that I the like dad. personally. I think that's yeah. respectful that's, that's, of the family. That's a classy thing to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, <laughs> the, the families become merged, mm-hmm. become a huge part of each other's lives. So, like, that to me makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. I often think that my marriage would have been completely whack if I didn't like her family. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I think, oh, man, her, her father could have had, a, had one of those personalities I don't like. Yeah. But luckily, I, I ended up loving everybody in the family. So, yeah, same, same with That's me. fantastic. Yeah. And if she proposed, she got to ask the family, too, right? It, it applies <laughs> yeah, that's to both what, sides, right. right? Oh, right. Yeah, it didn't happen with me. I didn't, that, there, was no, there was no, like, checking in with, with my side of the family. family. No, I checked in with her side of the family. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I asked for her hand in marriage. That's the funny thing. I'm saying all these traditional, like, anti-traditional, mm-hmm. but every, every step of the way with my wife, we thought we were going to be non-traditional. We thought we were not going to have a wedding and the more specific as the day was approaching it's like actually let's do the whole do you take this man like all the language (laughs) it became just the thing just because it felt like culturally Mm -hmm. like participating in it one reason i really like doing a podcast with this guy is that we just find out the weirdest things that we have in common for real like i didn't even know that you did the same no so my wife and i (laughs) i'll just say we had to get married fast um, you know, we, we were on a certain schedule. We felt like we wanted to get married quickly, and uh, we weren't going to do any of the traditional stuff. We were just going to go down to the courthouse and sign some papers, and mm-hmm. it was actually her mom who was like, no, you know, I think you guys should just do, like, a little ceremony. So we we literally told 50 of our closest friends to meet us, like, on this one part of the beach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we didn't get a permit or anything. We just met on this rocky cliff in Malibu overlooking the Aww. ocean. We tried to contact the city, like, hey, can we get this? Nobody got back to us, so we just did it. Mm-hmm. And then and then we went to one of our favorite restaurants and and had a DJ, had a DJ. I yeah. got up and DJed, like, the way. It was, like, a very small thing. Oh, you DJed your DJ'd own wedding? I DJed my own uh, that's reception. That's commitment. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Said, yeah. Oh, put yourself on a payroll right there. Yeah. Yeah. But we did. Yeah. <laughs> Save some money. We thought we were going to be really untraditional, and then we sort of, like, Same. Oh, fine, Every step of the way, it. we thought we were going to do that. And not only that, but my wife is Indian, so her whole family is Indian. Oh. So we had not just the wedding, but there was a second Indian wedding. Mm-hmm. I think that's very interesting, the clashes of yeah. two cultures. When I got married, I didn't want to do... Well, first, I was in an African wedding that ruined... It didn't ruin weddings for me. It ruined wanting to get married in the United States. I, mm. I felt like oh. I was totally disconnected from my culture. Mm. And so I started Googling all these traditions. Like, why do women carry bouquets down the aisle? And it's because bitches used to stink back in the day. <laughs> and they, they would try to make it smell better. They put oils and all this stuff inside of the flowers. And I'm like, I don't want bitches walking down the aisle. Like, I don't want to continue this tradition. My wedding planner convinced me the day of the wedding so I had to send somebody to Trader Joe's to go buy flowers, which they ended up beautiful just so people could hold a couple of flowers. Because she was like, they just look dumb standing there just walking down the aisle with nothing in their hands. Absolutely. Everything is there a, for a sh- reason. You should have gave them a tube of deodorant. Right. <laughs> they should have held the deodorant New tradition. We're going to be direct about what this is about. No yes. more being if, around if, the bush. If history flowers. played out differently, yes. every bride would have deodorant in their hand. Yeah. <laughs> what the, what, where, does ring size matter? Mm-hmm. All the sizes, man. You know, that, that's oh. a relatively new thing, too. Ouch. The, uh, the, the, ring, the ring. Yeah, that's the ring. They're just going to ignore that. They're going to ignore that one. What? That's a size matter joke she made. Come on. Oh, I, I didn't hear it. All uh, the sizes? 
Mm-hmm. You know all the sizes do not matter. Okay, my you bad. Better, yeah, you better. Moving on. <laughs> I enjoyed your joke. Thank you. I, I think social media has definitely encouraged the size of the ring. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? And people okay. out here just going broke over the ring. Mm-hmm. Even my girl, she was like, it got to be at least 15, 20. <laughs> I said 15, 20, fucking what? Bitch, not racks. <laughs> like... Why are we putting a number on love? I hate that. <laughs> yeah. This this ring does not tell you how much I love you. I think we could roll out with $50 rings and be fine. Me too. Yeah. I would rather buy a house. I, I wouldn't have another wedding, and I wouldn't ha- get a ring. I would buy the condo that I want at the right. W Hotel because mm. I want to live in a hotel. Oh. And then that's, you know. That's a good goal to have. I yeah. like that. I understand that completely. Yeah. See different people every okay, day. Okay, Dylan McKay. <laughs> More like the sweet life of Zach and Cody. Hello. Little espresso machine right by the bed. Yeah. And then they yes. come in and they refill it. Uh-huh. It's such a pain in the ass yeah. to buy the refills. Mm-hmm. You've solved so many problems with that. I think, I think with the size of the, I think that with the size of the ring, the proposal has also become a thing now because of social media. Like at first you could just be like, let me just do this in front of the family. Mm-hmm. Now you gotta go do it in a helicopter jet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm just I, feeling so stressed out for people today. With everything you're saying is like, I feel like I dodged 50 bullets. Yeah, first of did. all, that all these things did not apply to my situation. Really I feel very lucky. Years, so. Feel very lucky. But I also just feel so stressed out for everyone out there for mm-hmm. whom this is like mm-hmm. in in the in the in the mix. Like you got to be worried about this stuff. Yeah, nothing is simple no more. Jump in a broom. We jump in a broom at the wedding. So you jump don't? in a broom. Oh, okay. You so, want to jump? It's a black I, tradition. I, yeah. yeah, it, it's okay. a, yeah African-American it's a, specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You put the broom down and you jump over it to okay. confirm, I guess. Because we they didn't allow us to marry. Yes. You know, was, we had to come up with our own, you know, traditions so that yes. we could we could make it official in our community. Yeah. Yes. And then they, they could still sell your spouse off to another that's, place that's and you never see him again. Oh, damn. You know, yeah. That's really so crazy. It's real fucked up. Wow. It's real fucked up. And that's something you still do? That's a traditional part? Yeah, yeah definitely. A, I feel like yeah. about 20 or 30 years ago, people, you know, sort of discovered this thing and brought it back. Okay. You know. Um, what about the chair thing? Do you guys do the chair thing? Or is that just the Jewish? I think that's Jewish. No, that's yeah, like I just a, think that's, that's Jewish. Just, that's just yeah, Jewish. Yeah, yeah. But, y- but, I, but y'all do the uh, the the glass. We do the, the chuppah. We do that. We get married. We do the, the chuppah. <laughs> is that the glass? Jewish weddings are the stuff. And then here's what you do. Yeah, we had a Jewish Indian wedding. So we had a chuppah, which is like a little house. Mm-hmm. You build a little house. So right. we had a little covering. And then I'm actually forgetting the name of the glass breaking, but I only know seven Yiddish words, and I'll just substitute one. Yeah. No one will be the wiser. It's you called a shmata. And you schlep the shmata. No, I'm just kidding. Schlep means carry. <laughs> schlep means carry, and shmata is like a rag. But there's a word for breaking the glass, but you have like a, um, you have a shmata on top of it, actually. You have like a little napkin on top of it. Yeah. So we did those traditional things. We did the chairs. Do, 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 you, do you smash it? Do you smash it with your foot and say yeah. Lahaim? Is that is we that say Lahaim? Okay. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, and we all talk like Larry David for the rest of the day. Lahaim is Lahaim <laughs> means oh, um, yeah. Lahaim. Oh boy, I should know. I think it basically means to your health, like the equivalent to the uh, the toast. Yeah, I love that. So what have we learned today? We learned that women do your thing. Mm-hmm. Boo boo. Keep your eyelashes. You ain't gotta. You ain't gotta hurt yourself. Um, deodorant going down the aisle. Yes. And we would love to hear your opinions and what you got to say. Hit us up in the DMs at Punky Johnson on Dice Approved. Hey. All right, the Childish and Petty Tour page. Holler at us, holler at us. And today, we are going to get to a topic that y'all be hitting us up about because everybody love the portion of the show where we do Thoughtress Thoughts. Oh, my goodness. This is one of my favorite segments. But before we get down to Thoughtress Thoughts, I just want to say, don't forget, you're listening to the Love Thing Podcast with Punk and Johnson on SXM and Kevin Hart's LOL Radio Channel 96.
you who've always been joining us and who love this segment. I'm just going to do like a quick refresh. First of all, we're going to start off with a thought is. A thought is a woman who has multiple partners. That means she's just out here in these streets. She's being free. She's having sex. The guys don't know. She is just a free bird. That honey over there. Yes. So thank you. Yes. For the acronym yes. explanation. I, I'm the acronym God. Yes. I needed are. a mnemonic device for that acronym. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So that is a thought. A thoughtress thought is the think the thoughts that she is thinking <laughs> the before. Think the thoughts. <laughs> a th- a thoughtress thought is the thoughts that she is thinking before, during, and after the thoughtivity. The thoughtivity. <laughs> now we came up with this because we have a lot of friends who some hoes, basically. I definitely got a whole bunch of friends who some hoes, and I get so many text messages of all the whole activity that they are doing, and they allow me to share their story, of course, without revealing who they are. Mm. And then the world started getting involved and the people who's listening to the podcast. So women are hitting us up and telling us their thoughts are start and it's thoughts that they can't tell anyone but us. Yeah. So yeah. we are very happy to share this one. Like this. It is such a trash thing for this bitch to do. <laughs> um, but we love it. It says, hey, Punky, this is my thoughtless thought. Maybe not a thought because it was full-blown carried-out action. <laughs> I had sex two weeks after my marriage with someone else. But... He was someone I've known for a long time. He's actually the person I've always saw myself marrying, but he took too long to let me know what it was going to be. We have been messing around since middle school and our families are friends and we kept it a huge secret for over 20 years. But the crazy thing is, and the problem is we never had sex. Which draws me to the next problem. I do feel bad that I popped it in the car. Oh my gosh. One night for him. But I gotta be honest, cause I've been waiting and been wanting to know what that dick do. And trust me, Punky, that dick did. And I just had to seize the moment. I kind of feel stupid because I cheated on my new husband with the man who wasn't man enough to be with me. But I mean, (laughs) ooh, child. He wasn't man enough It was worth it. Oh, my God. I'm officially a thought. Oh, this is my favorite part. (laughs) I felt bad about it at first. But since I've been listening to Love Thing, I know there are many other thoughts out there. (laughs) And that provided me with some comfort. (laughs) Y'all are offering thought comfort. The word but, yes. Is doing so much work. The word but. But. (laughs) But. Hear me out. Here's why it's okay. That was amazing. She is not alone. But that is something crazy to. Listen, this is why I encourage people. See a marriage counselor before you get married. You don't Mm -hmm. have to, but it Mm -hmm. is a nice suggestion. And maybe you should because maybe you would have talked about that with your husband. Yeah. Another thing, make sure you have sown your royal oats. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure you just get it out. Can we get an age range? You don't want to reveal the age. Like, how? Like roughly how old is this? Is um, this let's woman? see. Let's, she probably, did not tell her age, but probably she... Probably 35, you know. Probably. She's had time to yeah. sow the oats. Well, she, Come said, on. she said they had been... It was over 20 years. Over 20 years. So So that's why I'm saying, like, maybe she was like, Mm. I don't know. And she said they met in middle school. You know, um, that's some whole shit first. (laughs) It is some whole shit. It's some toxic trash ass shit. Two weeks after, like, where where are you going from here? This is two weeks into your marriage. It's it's like literally the honeymoon ended yesterday. Yeah. And we're back. And I'm going to drive the car and guess what's happening in that car. We just found out what happened (laughs) in that car from the airport. You know what? No, we're not going to thought shame. (laughs) No. We're not. This is a safe space. Okay, that's fair. For our thought. It's it's safe for thoughtdom. For thoughtdom. Yeah. 
for them to come and say, <laughs> I've already sab- and since I've already established that I'm like Squaresville <laughs> married guy over here, it's like, I, I liked what you said about the marriage counseling. Like, yeah. I, I have done that. I will go, like, that's mm-hmm. not a shameful thing. In fact, it is a marriage saving thing. It's a wonderful yeah. new way to have new language and tools yes. and ideas in your brain and your partner's brain that you can then communicate yes. about. And, and of course, the impartial third person doesn't hurt, too, especially when yes. things are at the beginning, maybe a little contentious. Mm-hmm. So so I'm going to be Squaresville, the guy over here, and, and, and raise my hand for marriage counseling as being oh, absolutely. a wonderful option. You've been married mm-hmm. 17 years. I've yeah. been married about 15. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because I feel like, I hope I'm not putting my business out there, but like I feel like one way I can get into an argument yeah. with my wife is like be like, well, you know, Maybe we should go to to marriage therapy. She's like marriage therapy. Oh, I'm like, really? Okay. I mean, or we don't. You know, like, I don't know why. We got problems. You got some underlying issues, exactly. motherfucker. I right. never thought that'd be the case. I always figured that like, anytime you bring it up, like people would be like, "Oh, that's a, that's a good idea." But no, because like, it's got a stigma. It means that there's a problem. There's a problem. And people, if there's a problem, that that word is just it's too broad. It means too much. Yeah. It, it it could be the small version of problem, which is yeah. an issue. <laughs> but it sounds like problem yeah. sometimes yeah. to people's ears. But you know what? Yeah. I got times where I mean. I've been going through a lot these past couple months, but there have been times before this little rain cloud has mm. been over my head where I would go to therapy and I'll be looking at it like, I really ain't got a lot to say to you right now. Mm-hmm. And she would be like, listen, we can either get off because I understand, you know, you don't, you don't have to pay for happiness, yeah. but also let's celebrate you and your moments. Let's talk about all the good that's happening mm-hmm. in your life. Because a lot of us, you know, we don't really talk out loud sometimes. Because I'm not the one to just keep posting all the good stuff on Instagram. Yeah. That's just not me. Yeah. So I would have like these wins and I would just keep them on the inside. So I just, yeah. I, even when I was happy. And I think that's okay. Like, yeah. you know, there's, there's plenty of times I'm like, oh, I should probably post about that because that is sort of like a, a feat or, or accomplishment or something. And they'll just be like, you know what? I don't feel like doing that, you know? Yeah, it's just like whatever. Post a picture of a dog or something. You know, like it's just like you can't, yeah, you should never feel pressure to champion everything that you've done. Yeah, that's another thing, everybody. Make sure you're celebrating all your wins. Even if you don't post it, make sure, even if you're taking one shot for something that you did or going out for some ice cream, just anything Mm -hmm. that services your desire in that moment, just. Go on and get out there and celebrate yourself on that. But do not, however, have sex with another man two weeks two after weeks your two marriage. Weeks. Yeah, and then don't don't bl- don't say, "Well, I've been listening to Love Thing and it's okay." Please <laughs> don't do thinking. that. Nah, nah, nah. We take the blame because we love it. We love it. We love it. Is there anything you want to tell this thought after that? Um, Congratulations, I, you all thought a thought. She's definitely a thought, and <laughs> I would just say, don't do it again. And if you know, really reevaluate. Maybe it's still time to get your wedding annulled or something like. It's bad though because she did it and she forever. enjoyed it. Guilt forever. Yeah, that's the part. It. That's the part that I'm I'm nervous yeah, about is that sure. she's going to be thinking about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Lex, we're, we don't we don't think about it. Like we do it, and and I mean I can compartmentalize certain thoughts and things that I've done and just okay. like and keep them to myself and not act on it again. But isn't that where the therapy would come in and say you think you're compartmentalizing I've it, but it's not therapy. going nowhere. It's not going nowhere. You're just whacking a mole in it. It yeah. came up over there. Yeah, now every time your husband look at you, you sitting up there, he, now, like, he like, where that chill came from, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you over there having compulsions? Oh, man. I'm not used to having people over here to, usually we're, we're <laughs> trifling together. I'm not used to having people we're not that are here to you. hold us accountable. No, no, no. <laughs> Come on. We're like, Daisy. I heard what I heard. <laughs> I heard what I heard, okay? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Y'all give us a second. We're going to take a quick commercial break, pay some bills, and whatever it is that we do, we'll be right back. 
Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Oh, the charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Save big money on everything. Now at Menards. Make quick work of your outdoor cleaning project with Master Force Outdoor and Landscaping Tools. The 80-volt cordless trimmer is powerful, efficient, and hassle-free. So you spend less time working on your yard and more time enjoying the results. On sale now through May 19th. Check out our wide selection of Master Force tools and see the rest of our deals on Menards.com. Save big money at Time to get to the reason we're all here today. It's time to take some calls. Punky, you ready to take some calls? Let's take some calls, though. Who we got? All right. So today we got Joseph. Let, let me give you a little background on Joseph. Uh-huh. Okay. Joseph is 36 years old. He's an actor musician from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Now, here are his thoughts on women proposing. Okay. He says, I think a lot of our gender constructs are bullshit. Those, those are in quotes to gender constructs. Mm. They're antiquated ideals from a time when women were treated more like pets than people. If my fiance had asked me first, I would have been flattered. I just got to pop the question first, not because I thought I had to, but because I couldn't contain it. And this is the final thought. I feel like that's what people should do. If you can't contain something, let it out. Screw what others think. Anyone who tells you that your walk through your life doesn't fit their standards is wasting their breath. Mm, So these are already interesting. Uh, He's already got me wondering about him. I really, really, really like what this person have to say. Let's get him on the phone. Joseph. How's it going, Punky? Yo, listen, I'm telling you right now, man, your response to whether a woman should propose to a man or not has been the response, and we've all been talking about it. It has been very different. You have such a great point. We said a little bit about what you said, but can you yeah. refresh everybody's memory just a little bit? Because yo, yo shit pops. It's an old, antiquated, you know, outdated gender construct where for some reason, I mean, this this started before women were treated as people. They were treated as pets. They weren't allowed to vote. People didn't let them leave the house or even speak. Like, that's some messed up stuff already. So saying that if they fall in love, that they can't go to the person they love and tell them, look, I want to spend my entire life with you, it's kind of weird. I mean, it's really weird. If two lesbian ladies fall in love, do they have to go get a man to tell the other one that they want to get married? That doesn't make any sense. That's true. Yeah. It's no sense. Is there anything you can say to guys? I read a lot about guys who said that it kind of makes them weak as a man if they accept a proposal from a woman. That's ridiculous to me. I think that is ridiculous. So I'm engaged, but now my fiance didn't ask me, but that was just because uh, she'd already made me fall in love every day. And then on the, uh, the day I asked her, it was I wasn't planning. I didn't have the ring yet. Um, she found my dog. My dog ran away. She found my dog, and I just dropped to my knee and asked. So the way oh. I see it is... When you fall in love and you know this is the person you want to spend your life with, I don't think you should have to be, like, afraid to ask. And I feel like, I don't know, men always want to be first for some reason. It doesn't make sense to me. Like, they always just want to be first. Like, i got to be the first to do this. i got to be the first to do that. So if a woman asks you first, that makes you weak. It doesn't make her weak that you asked her first. Like, 
I, I got you know? a, I got a lot of responses on guys saying stuff like, if a woman asks you to marry her and you say yes, it kind of sets the tone on who is the leader of the relationship. Does the woman set the tone if she asks you? I feel like it's a, a control freak mindset where like I have to make every decision. I have to be the like the breadwinner and the controller of your life. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. Like that's ridiculous. Like if I ask you where you want to eat, it's the same concept. Like, oh, you d- you decided where to eat. So now for the rest of our life, you have to decide where to eat. Oh, I people like people are weird. Man. Yeah, I think it's weird. I, I agree with you saying why why people can't just do whatever they want to do and everybody just mind their business. Yeah, this is what happens. Exactly. Why you got to think I'm stupid or why because I'm not abiding by your standard and the way you live and the rules in your life? What you think, Dicey? Would you propose to a man? When a man decides to propose, that's when he's ready to get married. I feel like a lot of women in relationships are always kind of ready to get married. That's kind of like how we are brought up that, you know, we're supposed to be married. And so I probably wouldn't ask a man because I would feel like, well, if he really wanted to marry me, he would ask first. I don't know. Is that crazy? Well, I, that I, makes sense. Though. I mean, it does mm-hmm. make sense. But on the yeah. on the question of do you think it's stupid? Like, do you think it's stupid when a woman does it? No, I don't think it's stupid. Is it something I would do? Absolutely not. But to each his own, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's not, 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 nothing stupid. If you love somebody and you're willing to put yourself out there, I just think it's really putting yourself out there as a woman versus a man. Yeah. Yeah. Is this your first time getting married, Joe? Uh, it's my first time getting married, yes. It's not my first time getting engaged, you know? But uh, I was lucky to not make those mistakes. <laughs> I love when we, because I'm pretty sure you were pretty heartbroken when you broke up, but then after what you were like... I dodged a bullet. It's probably the best thing that ever happened to me. It's such a weird thing. You're like, you're focused. You, you spent all that money on the ring. You spent all those years. And then you think it's all going downhill. Oh, everything's terrible. I can't believe, you know, it failed. And then you meet the person you're supposed to be with. And it's kind of crazy. It's like, how did she exist? While I was here thinking my life was going to go one way, she was there, you know, waiting mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, it just all wow. goes away. The first person you asked her as well, right? Yeah. And she said yes. And this second lovely, lovely fiancé lady, how fast did she say yes to you? Like, was she surprised? I'm pretty sure you were surprised, too, that you did it. I I was very surprised I I did that because we'd only been dating for, like, three months at the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's love. I just knew. I knew. I mean, she stayed out there with me for hours looking for my dog when he ran away. And I, I was, like, certain he got eaten by an alligator or something. But she was like, no, she knew he was still there somewhere. And she kept looking for him. She found him. She comes walking up, holding my dog. And I just dropped to my knee and asked her to marry me. And she said, yes. She said, yes, now get up. So I asked her again, like normally, naturally, you know. Where were you the second time? Uh, the second time was actually at the jeweler where I got the ring at. Because oh. as soon as I got it, I was like, we were looking at it. She'd seen it. She's about to put it on her finger anyways. So I was like, no, hold on. <laughs> Yo, you all geeked out over this lady. Yeah. Who is this lady? Her name's Brittany. Oh, I've known her for oh, oh, Brittany. oh no. Oh, oh no, we, we have been, we have trauma with Britneys, but that's only the yeah. Britneys in our lives. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure you got a good Britney. Oh yeah, definitely. I yeah. want to meet this Britney. I just think love is so funny. You know what I'm saying? Because it is one thing to have it to be left to the guy. So I can't even imagine the amount of pressure you felt, even just knowing the like the day you fell in love with her and then it just took for her to find your dog for you to just come to grabs like that's it because when you go through things like say you get sick or you lose a dog or a limb or whatever and somebody that you just met just stick beside you like that it's like oh no i'm not letting you go you ain't going nowhere right you ain't going nowhere were you scared that she could have possibly thought you were joking or she would have said no 
to be honest, I didn't even know I was going to ask. I hadn't planned it. I, did, I, you know, in my head, I was thinking, oh, if we get married one day, then I'm going to ask in this most romantic way on, you know, cliff top and when we're Aww. around a bunch of our friends and stuff. But I didn't know I was going to ask. I wasn't prepared for it. So whenever it happened, I was kind of surprised that I asked. <laughs> I was kind of, I was just like, will you marry me? And she's like, yes, now get up. And then she, <laughs> I stood up, we hugged, we kissed. And then when she walked off, I went, oh crap we're getting married i just i was like i just asked her i was like i was so excited i mean i was like dude she said yes wait what are you all so, doing premarital counseling no no we just we it's kind of weird i mean we have these weird ways of making things work out like if we want to argue about something we just take a three second break and we just count to three and breathe and if we don't want to do something and we're like trying to discuss who's going to do it we just do rock paper scissors <laughs> yo that's like it that's kind of some good advice. I might start using that. I just want to say I really appreciate your point of view, and I appreciate you taking time out of your busy day and schedule to come talk to us about it and shed some light. Yeah. All was really real. Because basically what you said was everybody do your own thing, stay in your own lane, and everybody mind your own damn business yeah. and let me do what I do over here without your judgment. It was such a non-misogynistic viewpoint I love well. that yeah I love I that loved it. I love that Joe I appreciate you my man thank you so much for joining us let's get back at it you know what I want to hear y'all feedback on what he had to say want y'all hit us up in the DMs at Punky Johnson or Dicey Approved or at the Childish and Petty Tour on Instagram y'all holler at us how y'all feel about that yes Welcome to this punky trippin' where I tell y'all what I done did and y'all tell me if I was trippin' about how I popped up. Because of course, on a Love Thing podcast, we condition and we can take it. If I'm gonna give you advice, you gotta give me some too. And right. I've been appreciating. So y'all make sure y'all hit us up in the DMs and let me know if I'm trippin' or not. Now, for those of you who know and been following, moved. Uh, got my girl hooked up in a nice little apartment or whatever. We all situated. Now, here go the, the problem with couples with moving and getting married is you got to join styles. Mm. Her style versus my <laughs> style. Is it in the apartment? Like what stuff looks like? Yes, Literally. yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. And the problem is, first of all, she messy, you know, and I'm not talking about dirty messy. I'm talking about why did you buy this white shirt when you can't have a white shirt on for more than 10 <laughs> fucking seconds? When you're going to get some type of juice on it? A fucking chicken wing sauce. You cannot wear white. So why are you putting white in the house? She up in Walmart buying all white shit, white curtains, white sheets, white rugs. I'm like, you're not about to buy nothing white. She's snapping She's trying it. to create a virginal vibe is what apparently she's, she's trying, doing. Yeah. She's trying to be virginal. She's trying to overuse the washing machine. Oh, that could be it too. So that's one thing. Then she's Puerto Rican. And no mm. offense to all my Puerto Rican people out there. I'm just saying that our styles just don't match. We are not about to have a fucking turquoise, <laughs> green and brown living room. Let me say that one more time. Turquoise, green and fucking brown living room set. <laughs> We is ain't going to do is it. Is that a Puerto Rican thing? I never, I didn't know. Puerto Rican thing, they just, they color, they colorblind. Oh, okay. Oh. They colorblind. Oh, man. If you ever drive down the street. I just cajoled you into saying that. I, I'm sorry. If you, if, if you, sorry, guys, but I got a Puerto Rican, I mean, she sets the example every day. She's, if that's not true, she giving y'all a bad fucking name. So if you ever drive down the street and you see that one house that's purple and then like the shutters is green. We know who lives there. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> 
<laughs> that's the type of thing oh. that and, and she I remember we drove down and saw something like that and she was like that's cute I was like I, I almost put a blindfold over that whole eye <laughs> I don't want you looking at style or fashion ever again <laughs> so we are fighting in Walmart over the style and the fashion and she get mad at me because I told her she can't have all these goddamn colors in the house mm-hmm. I, I mean, am I tripping well okay so before we answer hmm. Can I go through the criteria for is punky tripping? So, question number one: Did you get loud? With Hell her? yeah, I got loud in, in the middle of Walmart. Yeah, okay, I got so loud. that strike number one. What? Strike number. Me telling her we ain't about to have a house looking like a goddamn Charlie Brown Christmas is not getting loud. <laughs> number two: Did you call her out of her name during this? I did say, "Listen here, you motherfucker." Okay, so you did. So that's strike number two. And strike number three, would your father be happy at how you handled this situation? No, no. He let my mama do whatever she wanted to do. Right, which leads me to my point and my Mm. only point. If you're going to assume the male responsibilities, you can't come back and you can't hop back into bitch responsibility. It's the woman's responsibility traditionally to pick the house. Men don't care what the colors and stuff look like. So you need to pick a side. Is you or is you not the man? I've chosen a side. I have not assumed the male responsibility. Mm. It was it was given to me in the gay environment because okay. I played basketball, wore sports bras, and joy. It feels a little slippery. <laughs> I, th- I think Dicey's made some phenomenal points, and um, I, that's that would be my. Own, I can't contribute anything other you than to what? the second that point, especially. You gotta pick a side here. Pick a side. Listen, I'm, uh, listen. F- would you want a, a? Tell me, would you, if you would want that house? <laughs> I'm not saying she's not going to have all the colors that she want in the house. I'm just saying I had to get my point across. In public, loudly, yeah. mm-hmm. with some swears. She was tripping. I was I, all, I'm, I'm going to come to your defense. I was also a little hungry. I'm going to come. <laughs> See? See? It's like, you, it's like the letter, but I was hungry. <laughs> I cheated your, with the guy. Your mom, your mom knew. But, you know. I want my defense. Let's yes. go. Okay. Oh, here's, your, here's your defense. Um, when you move in with somebody, like, it takes time for you guys to come together. You know, it's going to sound nerdy. I was always more of a mid-century type decorator. You know, like, I liked, like, the 60s-looking couch and yeah. the 60s-looking lamp and that kind of the thing. Art deco. Yeah, and my wife is more of a, like, a minimalist black and white painting. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it, our, our styles clashed. Yeah. I lost this war, but... <laughs> You know, I think it just takes time in your relationship. to, And at some point, you look up 10 years from now, and there'll be little bits of stuff that you still like. Uh, sounds like she might end up winning. Because the person who goes bold usually wins. Yeah, maybe this I'm should saying. be a yeah. one-person vision. And maybe maybe if you let her blossom, it'll start to expand and turn into something that you find maybe as a singular vision, not kind of a competitive, not a you fighting thing. You also, may love it. You may turn out to love I it. Did, I did give up. This is what I was basically trying to say. You can decorate the house. You can do whatever you want to the house. But these colors are absurd. I mean, come on. <laughs> if you want the whole house pink, let's just do pink. <laughs> but turquoise gr- turquoise and green is almost the, two of the same she, colors. But you don't care about decorations. Look, she has pictures up that she got printed off at Staples or at Walgreens <laughs> or something, and they're just stuck to her wall with tape, okay? Not even like Wait, the text. This? This? this is her. But that's oh. my own All personal her spe- house. That's Maybe... A- Maybe you should sort of have like your your space, like your room that you control, and maybe she can have some rooms that she controls. So wait, you took a piece of paper and you taped it to the wall? Uh-huh. That's what I do she in my own personal Most like upset I've seen you this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> this really struck a nerve. You know, I'm just I'm just ghetto and simple. I hang I hang I things up it. with tacks. Yeah. You know? We're just very, very two different 
people. We just, our styles are very, I'm very, very simple. I don't really need things on the walls. I don't really like clutter. I guess because of the way we are, especially being artists, I'm always thinking about moving. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just like, yeah, we probably going to move again, probably going to move, move, move. So I just like things out of the house. I'm cool mm. with just a sofa. I don't even need a table. Yeah. I'll eat on my lap in a bed, <laughs> in a dresser drawer, in a closet. All I got to say is I'm so glad that you all are here to witness her tripping. So just to bring this segment on home, what's Punky tripping? I-M-H-O, Punky tripping. Fine. Punky not tripping. Thank you. Punky all okay. right, well, I lost. Two against one. I lost. Yeah, because yeah, your vote don't count, so we won. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. I all did right, what fine. I did. I was tripping. You did. And, and <laughs> I, I'll take my defense, but we still lost. It's all good. Uh, thank you guys for joining us so thank much. You. That was won't, a blast. won't y'all, I mean, I know your podcast is already spiking and doing excellent, yeah. but still, won't y'all go ahead, plug it. Uh, yeah, it's called One Song. You know, it's on Sirius XM on Wednesdays. That's right. It comes out every Wednesday at 3 on the air. And then on Thursday, you can get it anywhere you get your podcast. Absolutely. One song. We break down one song in every podcast, every episode. And we play the bass part of it. We play the isolated vocals. You you can really appreciate how these songs were put together. We bring out fun facts about the songs. Sometimes we bring in artists and musicians to talk about, you know, their relationships. Sometimes we bring in comedians to just talk about their favorite song. Absolutely. Um, But it's always just one song that we're talking about. I love it. I love it. I love it. I want y'all to make sure y'all tune in. And thank you all for having us. Um, Where can everybody follow you guys personally? Uh, I'm at Diallo, D-I-A-L-L-O. And I'm at Luxury uh, on Instagram. Two X's. You need to tell them that. That's right. That's right. I always forget. At Luxury, L-U-X-X-U-R-Y on the Instagram and Luxury. On the Instagram? On the Instagram. Oh, my God. On the Instagram. You just added 20 years to your <laughs> life. <laughs> He's an old man, guys. And on, and on TikTok, I'm Luxury. He's on the TikTok. I'm on the TikTok, Luxury XX. And I, I, uh, I am an old man. You're wearing yeah. a cherry hat. You don't take. I'm an anti-toxic masculinity pro-therapy Jewish Let's man. Yeah, <laughs> the perfect guy. <laughs> the perfect guy. In New York, there's a little cred yeah. that I have here. It's true. This is my place. <laughs> I feel very at home here. <laughs> man, thank y'all for so 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 much. We had so much fun, Diallo yes. Luxury. Thank y'all. And you've been listening to the Love Thing podcast with Punky Johnson and Dicey. Tune in every week to listen to us talk that talk about them. Hey. Love Thing is a serious XM and LOL radio production. It is hosted by me, Punky Johnson. And me, Dicey. Executive produced by Kevin Hart, Ty Randolph, Mike Stein, Brian Smiley, Eric Eddings, and Eric Wow. Production by Elise Ellis. Engineering by Marcus Hom. And additional production by Kobe Guilford. Start clean with Clorox. Because Clorox delivers a powerful clean... Every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. (laughs) Well. Ooh, yeah. That happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface.